Alright, welcome to the uh, 14 fucking seconds podcast. Um, I'm going to go over episode 3 and 4 of The Last Dance. Right off the bat, child, what would you think of uh, episode 3, the Rodman episode? Uh, Bill Ambeer's a dick. That He's always like... been like that, too, in every interview. I'm like, did you, have you seen the Bad Boys uh, 30 for 30? Fuck yeah, I've seen that shit. Fucking, I hate him. He lives, he's from here, isn't he? From, like, Northbrook? He looks like he's from Northbrook. <laughs> I swear he's, like, from Northbrook or some shit. Now you gotta be looking it up. I didn't want to, because I hate him. Yeah, he's not the most or likable they... guy, and he doesn't care either. He doesn't give a shit that you don't like him, too. Maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Because if, if, if you contrast it with, like, John Sally's interviews and, like, everything he's talked about, like, John Sally knows, hey, he's part of the bad boys, but... When, uh, for instance, I think well, it happens in episode four, but and um, when they walk off the court in nineteen ninety one, yep, he actually heard it was gonna happen like right before it happened. Like he heard Isaiah and Bill Lambier talking. Who? Uh, John Sally. Yeah, he didn't want yeah. any of that, so he begged uh, uh, the coach Daly to put him back into the game so he couldn't walk out. Oh, that's funny. So that's why he wasn't one of the guys who walked out because yeah, John Sally's a good dude. Yeah, it's just. Um, it's just funny. Yeah, anyways, no, so yeah, he grew up in Claren- Clarendon Hills. Ah. Yeah. Fucking, I hate him. Anyways, that's that was my biggest impression. No, no. Actually, uh, that's Rodman. I mean, it's at the end of the Vegas. We'll get to that, but that was, uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't really learn too much, I guess, about Rodman, minus the fact that the Vegas vacation. <laughs> I, I guess seen it live i was only nine ten years old so i didn't realize how the, the bulls did not start off the season well at all i mean they're eight and seven and they even mentioned that they didn't lose game seven <clears throat> until the 56 game of the previous season so that's not good well yeah because i mean so we kind of went over it in episode two but pippen sat out the first what they said what 30 31 games or something like that and yeah. we talked about it in this episode how uh you know how mj had to convince uh rodman step this shit up now that Pippen was out. He's one of those guys you just you just need to be motivated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did a pretty good job with, like, his backstory. We talked about him with the Pistons and talked about his family, had a shitty childhood and all that stuff. So I kind of put a different side of him because, obviously, by the end of the episode, he's running off to Vegas for four days, I think it was, ultimately. Yeah, I don't, yeah that countdown went up to I don't even know how long. Yeah, I didn't touch on it how uh, they asked if he was, like, an asshole or, like, a dick in college. And he's like, no, not until I get to the Pistons, <laughs> which makes sense because the Pistons are dicks. To go a little bit deeper into that, it's like he had uh, Daly, Coach Daly was with him up until the last year with the Pistons. And up mm-hmm. until then, he was fine. He was like a model, I mean, a model citizen as much as you can be being part of the bad boys. But it wasn't up to, until after Daly left that he kind of went off the deep end and then he went to the Spurs and then he got to the Bulls. Yeah, I forgot he was at the Spurs. I was, like, trying to think. I was, before they got to that part, I was like, where? Did he didn't come straight from the Pistons. We traded a Will Purdue for him. Straight up. Oh, man. Worst trade ever. Straight up? That was a one-for-one? One? Yeah, I was trying to see if there was anything else attached to it, but no. That was, this was before the Bulls decided to throw in a second-round pick in every transaction. For no reason. That's crazy. Will Purdue. Shout out. NBC Sports. I actually like him. I mean, he's... Yeah, um, no, he's a good analyst. Watching him do the the boiling stuff, when he was just like, he just couldn't take it. There was one there was one time where Boylan was smiling after the game, and and he went on a ram like, why the hell are you smiling? Like, what? See, I haven't watched 
I like refuse to watch any of that sh- boiling shit. I just see the clips on Twitter. Oh, it was all over Twitter that night. It was it was pretty uh pretty fun. Uh, um, what'd you think of the I guess the pre Phil Jackson era, the three years that Collins was there? Yeah, so I like Doug Collins a lot. Um, the one thing I put down here is uh his crazy memory. Have you ever like seen when they like he talks about like a game or something, some random ass game amount of no, detail? I seen that. So you have to like uh like I would Google like I don't when you get a chance like look up like Doug Collins' memory. This is when he was an analyst on ESPN. They'd be like talking about a game he coached or something, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember we were down. This is like some random game in like February. We were down 14 points with like two minutes to go, and like and then he would go into crazy detail, and then like they pull it up and be like exactly how it happened. Like just like his recollection and his memory is just insane. Yeah, LeBron's but, like uh, that. <laughs> so is uh, what's his face. Uh, Jamal Crawford. You ever seen that video when they had him coach, uh, name every coach he's played for? Yeah, in the middle of a game, right before (laughs) halftime. Yeah. He pulled it off pretty well. But anyways, no, uh, Doug Collins, uh, they go into a little bit more in this episode four, but obviously Jordan loved him because he's all about getting Jordan the ball. But obviously, yeah. I I tweeted out Jordan's stats with him. He averaged 40 minutes a game, shot over 51%. Doug Collins? Yeah, and he uh, had six rebounds, six assists, and he averaged 34.9 points a game in the regular season. Average. That's nuts. Over three complete seasons. That's, that's it's nuts. It's just insane. <laughs> okay, I mean, we'll touch on it in episode four, but it's almost like the same thing kind of happened to him with Phil. Like, when he did you catch that when he was just like, in episode four, when he's like, I kind of had a sense that he was going to be, like, the next coach or something, and they kinda, oh, yeah, the yeah. producers kind of yeah. prod him, and he kind of doesn't say anything, because, I mean, he, it seems like he wanted to say more, but he's like, hey, you know what, the Bulls are technically paying me right now, so <laughs> he said oh, yeah, that. Wasn't he, like, an uh, advisor or something? What was his role? He still is, like, a senior advisor or whatever, or oh, special advisor. Is. That's basically yeah. what, uh, what Pax is going to be doing going forward. I know there was, like, uh, talk of him coming back as a coach for a little bit. Oh God, we don't need him as a coach. No, the not, game is no, passed not, by. No, this was this was like uh, this was a while back. This was not not like uh, not recently, I think. But we would have been better than Boylan. That's a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. Anyways, but uh, the Bulls won almost fifty six percent of their games with Doug Collins. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Did you tweet that out? The his or was that someone else tweeted that? Yeah, it was me. Stats. He had. Uh, 56% winning percentage regular season, only 43 in the playoffs. But um, the, the shot over Elo, I mean, we've all seen that a hundred okay. times, and I love Johnny Redeker just going ape shit. Nuts. No, the best was the, I didn't, the Ron Harper uh, interview right before. When uh, Ron Harper's like, I want to guard Jordan. And he's like, no, he goes, he goes, well, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want, to, I want to touch on Ron Harper real quick. People sleep on him, but before he came to the Bulls, he was a twenty-point per game scorer for seven, eight years. Like he was no, he was no, just like some guy on the bench. Like he was a legit, really good player, even on the shitty Clippers teams. That story, that Sam Smith story, you know, he talks about. I don't know if you've heard it, but I've heard that story like a hundred times. When Jordan says, "Oh, we take care of you. We take care of you last game. We're gonna take care of you tonight." To the writers, the beat writers. It's just funny. It's just, it's just the. I, I could imagine covering Jordan. Just, 
I, he seems like uh, he got along with the media, though. Like, uh, obviously, like, they got along with him. He could fuck around with them and tell them the same shit or whatever. It's also back in the day. This is pre-social media, pre-all that shit. Like, I, I tweeted out, like, like, can you imagine Dennis Rodman in, like, nowadays? Well, no, because he, he wouldn't be able to, like, fucking... Phil would not be able to, like, let that happen. Right? Cause yeah, can you imagine, imagine him in like, Vegas the, with social media? Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Christ. Like, every cell phone, TMZ, all this shit. Uh, the best was, I think it was, like, Donovan Mitchell tweeted about how, uh, how Dennis Rodman was the inventor of load management or whatever. <laughs> what I remember when Popovich would put DNP old <laughs> when he would load management, the old Spurs, but Bulls had DMP, Vegas. Say what you want, Dennis Rodman invented load management. Right, and he missed two games, I believe. Well, yeah, because he, uh, he was supposed to be 48 hours, right? And they're like... <laughs> yeah, it turned to like 96 hours. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, Rodman. We're, we're, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, so uh, after that we go to... Cleveland, and we go to Boston. We go to uh, Detroit. Jordan rolls, man. Just watching those fouls, man. Just Jordan rolls. Just and, and yeah, if you if you watch the thirty for thirty, the Bad Boys thirty for thirty, they go into a lot of it too, and that just beat the shit out of him. Such bullshit. Just watching them nowadays with the lens of looking at through twenty twenty, and you're just watching. You're like, if that happened to LeBron James, can you imagine? Well, yeah, and they were like, uh, the refs didn't do shit either. You know what I mean? Like. Well, they like, would just call a foul or a flagrant. There was never like, oh, we're going to get a review. There's a review. That's gonna, you could get suspended. It's like, nope, that's a foul or that's a flagrant. Like, yeah, right? okay, so um, when did, uh, when did like, flagrant fouls become, like, a thing? Post-Malice like, in the palace? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fucked up. I uh, mean, ever since then, it's kind of been locked down. But after, like, the 98 season, 90, after, like, was it the right before the 99 season or right before the 2000 season, that's when they put the no hand-checking? And from then, it's been a slow decline of, like, more ticky-tack fouls and protecting players and things like that. Okay, so the NBA established the flagrant foul in the 98 or 1980-1981 season and enacted proper penalties for it in 1990 to 1991. So they, they just had a flagrant foul, but there was no penalty for it for 10 years. Uh, I like the, how the episode pretty much gave Rodman his due. Yeah, I mean, Rodman's the man, dude. He's just a beast, like... Watching him play defense, and, like, they had that, like, stat where he's got, what, seven games of 20-plus rebounds with no points. But it's not even, like, uh, when those games, like, half of them he probably didn't even, like, attempt a single field goal. He had zero points because he went, like, 0 for 8. It's just, like, he had zero points because he was just fucking grabbing boards and not even shooting. Yeah, but, like, I think he was also an under- underrated passer. The three highest career or assist totals of his career were the three years with the Bulls. I mean... Oh, okay. damn. He moved the ball around. He didn't. I mean, you need a guy like that who's like, "Hey, I'm not looking for my shot." You know, I have Pippen, I have Jordan. You know, I got Kukoc. I got other guys who are going to take the shots. But I mean, watching those games, me and you, we. I mean, we all loved when Robin would shoot a three pointer. Oh yeah. Well, that and like he was just like an ultimate hustle guy, right? I mean, he would. You see him. They show him like every time, just diving for the fucking ball out into the stands, like just hardcore hustle. As long as he was locked in, right? As long as he was, uh, his mind was there. The, the craziest stat, he had 14 games where he had nine or less rebounds in 98. He had 16 games where he had at least 20 rebounds. 
that's nuts. That's just yeah. That's just insane. That's but that's Robin right there. But, but he was. Jordan. I mean, he was he was older too, right? We talked. He was what thirty four. Yeah, he was two years older than Jordan. He was the oldest player on that t- on the ninety eight team. That's nuts. So it's not like he was some oh a young guy hustling around. No, he was old, <laughs> and he didn't start his NBA career until he was twenty five. So what really? Yeah. <laughs> Did he just go to like college later? What? Yeah, and he had like um, was it twenty four? But he was because he went to like like a college, but he was like homeless for a couple years. So oh, uh, so he didn't start. Yeah, he I mean, he started his NBA career at eighty uh, nineteen uh, eighty seven. Oh, yeah, 86, 87, yeah. yeah he was 25 drafted. years old when he got drafted. Yeah, that is crazy. But it was a good episode. I like how they gave him his due of Jordan saying, hey, he you know, he was one of the smartest players they ever played with. It also, like, <clears throat> it ends nicely into the whole, because episode four is about Phil Jackson. It's kind of, let's just, might as well start talking about episode four, but how episode three oh, yeah, is where so, Rodman so is just like, hey, I need a vacation. Like, who the fuck would give this guy a vacation? Who the fuck would let this guy go to Vegas? Well, the, 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 the funny part to me was, like, that, Phil was like, hey, Mike, uh, MJ, uh, Dennis wants a vacation. Like, like Phil has to, like, get permission from MJ. <laughs> he, he's like, if anyone needs a vacation, it's me. <laughs> God damn it. What did he say? He wanted a week or something? He didn't say a specific number. <laughs> and then they said, okay, you got 48 hours. And then he was, well, I can't say no to that. <laughs> Dennis is playing 36 minutes a game that in 98. Yeah, because that was, so the, they, they said... Because when Scotty came back, right? That's when he kind of was like, I want my vacation. Yeah, that was, uh, yep, that was, uh, yeah, like the next, yeah, I think that was, was the next like, day. He was getting, like, uh, mentally checked out. And then Phil's like, okay, we need to let him, let this cage bird fly. Yeah, so in 98, Jordan averaged 37.9 minutes. Pippen averaged, oh, wait, no, I take that back. That was the 97 season. In 98 season, Jordan averaged... <laughs> 38.8 minutes a game, Pippen 37.5, and then Rodman at 35.7. So he was playing. He was not like he was... Oh, yeah. You know, he put in his time, but it's just funny. He played 80 games that year. He missed two games. <laughs> DNP, Vegas. That's it? He only missed two games? Yeah. I mean, like, cause he, the thing is, like, I remember he would get suspended all the time because he get te- ejected and shit. Yeah, not at 98. He was on his best behavior, like wow. like Jordan was saying, like... You know, I, and that's kind of cool. Like this, this is what I like about this this kind of this documentary where it's like the story of Rodman going to Jordan's love hotel room to get a cigar and kind of just that's his way of saying my bad. I yeah, up. pretty much like hey, bro, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, like I, it was after that game. I think he uh, he averaged like twenty rebounds over the next like ten games, and the Bulls went eight and two, and then I kind of like sputtered. They were sputtering, and after that point, they kind of went on a, on a tear on a run. It was funny how they were showing the video of Jordan talking about Rodman's vacation. They're like, they showed it to Dennis, Scotty, and and Phil. And uh-huh. fucking Rodman was just laughing his ass off. He's like, "Yup, <laughs> exactly what happened. Wanted to go to Vegas." <laughs> and the episode ends with him. That would have been kind of funny if it was if this was like episode two or episode four, or could you have to wait a whole week? <laughs> oh God, yeah. yeah. To the people who don't fully know the story, you know. Yeah, when he drives off to, in the sunset with the with the police escort on his motorcycle, which was drinking but, a Miller Light. Yeah, did you see that? He he chugged the Miller Light yeah. and then got onto the motorcycle. No one like thought, "Hey, that's not good," you know. So then the episode ends, and then they go right into it. The fucking Carmen Electra. Oh yeah, we didn't mention, but uh, dated Madonna. 
That was another one. Yep. <laughs> he that kind of... to... Tony Braxton. You know he did a lot of <laughs> I know. I remember they always said like uh, MJ was jealous of uh, of Rodman with his girls. Because I think like there's a I think there's a story that like uh, Madonna talks about how like MJ wasn't good in bed compared to Dennis Rodman or something like that. <laughs> or he, like MJ wanted to hook up with Madonna too or something. Well, the episode starts off with the Bulls with Dennis being AWOL basically. And you got a Carmen Electro sighting out of nowhere. And I like how I like her her part ends with as she's hiding from Jordan who's banging on the door to get Robin to get to practice. The funniest thing is like uh, I was on Twitter and people were like, Yeah, because I'm sure MJ went straight from the plane to get Dennis. Like he didn't spend twelve hours at the tables gambling before he went and found Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Miller, Miller Light is trending on uh, on Twitter because there was oh. I don't know if you saw there was another uh, clip where he was walking to like the locker room or something or after a game and uh, it was like in the tunnels at the United Center and he was drinking a Miller Light. He was well, holding Sam a Smith mentions that you know right before he, his little vacation he was kind of slowly going up the deep end drinking more and smoking more and that's kind of what led Phil to be like yeah go ahead take a vacation take two days like recharge come back. Phil's like, yeah, just whatever. Do what you gotta do, man. Well, it just kind of leads into this episode, the Phil Jackson episode. Like, it sets the stage with Rodman's fucking crazy, you know? And then you have the world's most famous person in Michael Jordan. And then you got Jerry Krause, who we'll get to. All this is happening, and, you know, Phil's kind of just steadying everything. Kind of keeping everyone yeah. in check. Keeping everyone together. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, like, juggling, you know, moving parts and pieces and and then they go into his Zen mentality a little bit. How he's a hippie and tripping on acid. They're like, "Oh, Phil Jackson was Dennis Rodman before Dennis Rodman." Yeah, that that's yeah. I mean, I you can see, see why they see like why, each other. Yeah, I guess I was gonna say I can see why they get along, you know. But like Phil's just like uh, we we kind of touched in the last episode, but he's just like the players' coach, like the ultimate players' coach. Think about thinking ahead, but like after this, he managed Shaq and Kobe, who pretty much hated each other for several years after playing together. Like, they did not get along. And he got them, what, five rings? And, well, he got them, he got them I think, two or three rings. At this, didn't it go, like, back-to-back or something? Who, uh, Lakers? Yeah. They won three, and then they won... Two, right? Two, yeah. Yeah. And that was Shaq. Shaq only won three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the other two were with Paul Gasol. But, and people want to say, oh, we had the best players. Well... Kobe and Shaq were together for five years before he got there, so it's not like they didn't have a chance to win with other coaches. Yeah, I mean, it's like no, it's I don't like, I don't think it's a debate that Phil Jackson's probably the greatest coach in history. So he's got what thirteen? No, I, I thought he said they said didn't they say he won two titles with the Knicks? Yeah, but I he didn't play one season, so I'm, I don't know if that counts as well. Uh, but he was on the, was he on the team. I think he was on the team, but he it didn't counts, play the whole bro. season. It counts. Uh, well. If you're on the roster, you get a ring. But he didn't play. I don't know. This is back then. Maybe they cut him before so they didn't have to pay him. I don't know. <laughs> this is 1970, 71. Yeah. yeah but, um, like, the Puerto Rico uh, clip was kind of crazy. It's like the Wild West. And we were talking about the mayor who shot the referee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he went to the CBA after that. And his, his, his punishment was he couldn't attend any more the home games because he shot the ref. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, nine seasons of Phil Jackson coaching the Bulls, they won... Over 73% of their regular season games and playoffs, and he had six titles. 73? 
73.8% of the regular season games they won. And then the, he won 73% of the playoff games. So in nine seasons, he has six titles. And in two of the other seasons, they lost in the conference finals. This is the guy that Jerry Krause could not wait to get out. Didn't he take him to three conference finals? If you count the Pistons and then the two in the in between? The two in between, no. One of them, he, they lost in the second round. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That's against it. Did they, uh... The Jordan year. The, they lost to the to the Magic in the second round. When Jordan came back? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he came back, like, right at the end there? Yeah, 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 in March. But it was interesting to see, like, his relationship with, uh... Well, that, well this is what we'll talk about, Doug. How Doug, they ask him, and Doug says, I kind of knew he was going to be the coach, basically. He basically says that and, like, doesn't elaborate. Kind of yeah. like, yeah, Krause kind of fucked me, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean... The That's whole the kind of vibe with, I got. The, the, whole, the whole thing with Tex Winter. I don't know, maybe... I don't know if it, like... It could have also just been, like... I don't know. He doesn't no, seem, Krause, he doesn't seem better. Krause was loyal, loyal to Tex. Because that was, like, yeah. the first guy he hired. But if you think about it, Doug had just come off a conference finals and he gets fired. That's... That's ballsy. And that's what they did to... Did they do that to Tibbs? No. Tibbs didn't, Tibbs didn't get fired after the conference finals, right? No, he lost after they lost in like the first or second round, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it was interesting that they they basically said, "Okay, hey Phil, like uh, learn from Tex," which I don't know why they didn't just make Tex the coach. I guess he's just a good number two. Yeah, I mean, if you're a good assistant, I mean, he was a great assistant because he stayed with Phil Jackson pretty much till the end, right? Yeah, he stayed one year after Phil. He stayed after Phil left because Phil didn't coach right away. No, but just to add to how fucked up the Bulls were, he brought in Tim Floyd. But made the rest of the staff. He kept the rest of the staff. So, oh. so he brought in Tim Floyd, but then told Tim Floyd, "Hey, you have to run the triangle." Good luck. Yeah. Oh, also, you don't have MJ, Scotty, Dennis. They pretty much only had what? Um, Chuck Kukoc, Kukoc and Ron Harper, Harper, I think, right? Yeah. And then maybe whoever was like the last guy on the bench in '98, maybe like Caffey or Simpkins or something. Burrell. No, he's gone. He went back. And he went signed with like. A, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize I was I never really looked into it, I guess, how Phil got the job. I didn't realize he was an assistant. Well, just while we have it, it's Ku Coach, Ron Harper, Randy Brown, Dickie Simpkins. Dickie Simpkins. Bill Winnington. And I guess technically Rusty LaRue was on the ninety ninety seven ninety. He played fourteen games. So I guess he counts. That's a stacked team. What are you talking about? How do they they only win like four games? <laughs> it's just funny when uh, Jordan talks about how he wasn't a big fan of Phil. Pretty much, he's like, I, you know, like, yeah, because it was. It's not about you, Doug. It's about everyone else. But it's but, it's ironic that Jordan was like complaining because the ball was getting take out taken out of his hands more and things like that. I looked up his stats. The first year with the triangle with with Phil Jackson, he averaged one point one points per game more than the previous year, and what? he took two and he took two more shots per game. He just he thought the ball was getting taken out of his hands, but it. It ended up being in his hands just as much at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, and they, so then they just talked about how Phil kind of had to get him to buy in and had to kind of make his teammates better, which is yeah. obviously what it took him to that you know that next level. That was the, that was the problem, right? It was like I mean I think the same thing probably happened with Kobe when he went and coached the Lakers. They said you have to make your teammates better. It can't just be just you. Otherwise, you're never gonna you're gonna win scoring titles, but you're never gonna win anything. Yeah, probably for the Paul Gasol run. Not so much for the Shaq run. <laughs> yeah. That was a different... That was a different time. That was a different different Kobe. That was Mamba. But that, no, that, that, that triangle defense... Or triangle defense. Triangle offense stuff looked... It was pretty interesting watching him like draw it up on the chalkboard still back then. 
Yeah, if you have ESPN Plus, you guys should check out. Um, there's a in detail episode. Or I think it's called Detail, and it's Phil talking about the triangle offense. They picked a terrible game. They picked a game where I think the Bulls won by 40 points against the Jazz in that blowout game oh, in the, the finals. finals. Yeah, but yeah. he talks about it as the as the game's going on and like shows you like the principles of it. So in theory, it, I mean, it makes sense. You pretty much just force people to move around, but you still people can do what they need to do within the offense. So. Well, that's yeah. right. That's the thing because you don't know who's going to take it, right? Someone, as long as they make the shots, right? Then, but then they started relying on Pippen more and bulk up, bulking season. They hit the bulking gym. season. Yep. Straight bulking. I like how they build up the Pistons in episode three, and then in episode four, it's just like the best part is Horace Grant. Straight up bitches. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so they mentioned the uh, the year before when the Pistons won their second. I didn't realize the Bulls were the only team to like win a game against them. Yeah, they were, the Pistons were they, dominant, dude. They were they dominant. swept the finals. They must have swept the first two rounds. Yeah, I remember it was only best of five in the first round. Yeah, that was like that for a while, right? I mean, yeah, up until like two thousand, the early two thousands, I think. Cause yeah, I remember it was kind of weird because you only have to win three games, best of five. Yeah, it actually sucks if you're the better team because it's just a shorter, shorter run. Right, you can get caught. And I uh, like how Jordan said, that's better. he kind of hinted that was better than winning the championship. Fucking yeah, over the Pistons. They basically were like, okay, this is going to be harder than the NBA Finals. And then they just swept their ass. Cross dancing on the plane, that was pretty funny. Fucking Pippen. <laughs> Pippen goes, sit down, Jerry. And when, it's just funny because that was like a pure happiness. They, it seems like everyone's getting along with Jerry. This is back in 90, summer of 91. Yep. And then the it, it cuts to the Bulls. It cuts to the Bulls right before the All-Star break. And for some fucking reason, Jerry Cross is talking to the media and just makes it clear again that Phil Jackson is gone and that if Jordan leaves, it's his choice if he doesn't want to play for another coach. Why would you talk to the media? Because he's an idiot. I don't understand. Like, like I know people. some people are saying that this uh, series is kind of shitting on Kraus. I mean, it's giving him credit. It talks about how it was his idea to put in Phil. It was his idea to keep Tex there. You know, yeah, it was his idea to draft. Like, it's Pippen. giving him credit, but at the same time, when he's talking to the media, it's just, it looks so bad. It just yeah. looks so bad. And then the story came out the day they were playing the Jazz, which was essentially, well, it was, a, a, you know, NBA Finals, NBA finals preview, preview yeah. you know? And that came out the day of, and it's just like, man, just terrible timing. Yeah, they had a fucking big-ass lead. They were up 23 or something. And they, yeah, they were up like 18, 19, 20 right around there. And then they fucking blew it. I mean, it didn't matter in the end, but spoiler alert. Yeah, but it was... And now but the I team's think, just getting into the All-Star like, break. They're like, uh... They're kind of teasing some... I think some more Kraus hates coming. Because, yeah, right before the All-Star break, just fucking... It's so... And then they asked Jordan, and he's like, well, I'm obviously not coming back here. If it, I understand the whole... There's a... I don't know if you saw, but KC Johnson... On Twitter. He's, yeah, uh, that his his uh, excerpt on Kraus. Yeah, so he's it was got his. I read it. It was nothing. It was no, like so he, it was like a about, is that more? Excerpt. Yeah, right. He said he's gonna release more. I hope it's good stuff in there because that'd be interesting to read too. Although yeah, that'd be interesting, but just because how long was he GM for till two thousand two thousand three? I think. I think. think like, uh, yeah, he was two thousand three because uh, because that's when um, Paxson took over. You think if uh, there was no lockout, Jordan wouldn't have retired? I think he would have retired. Like, right away? Because they said he didn't retire until January. Well, he didn't have to retire until January. I mean, I mean, I guess no one was playing, right? Yeah, and there was no player movement, nothing, so... 
Yeah, I don't know. It would have been. I wonder what, if he would have gone to another team right away. Well, like no other team had cap space back then, unless he wanted to sign for less, and it's not like he needed the money really. But yeah, I guess that's true. I, I, so like this this episode kind of we talked about this first episode, but how they you know how they go back in time you know and kind of talk about it's just, it's kind I mean the the series is about the last season right but they they go back obviously they show you how they got to that point you know yeah and they kind of have a lot of access back then too like when they're on the plane with the bulls when they're in the locker room when they're like wait like I'm just like. It's like almost they had access to it way before even, you know, the 98 season. It's like, yeah. where's, all, where's all this footage been? Like, I mean, I'm sure it's included in, like, those uh, those championship DVDs or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, you mean the VHSs? Yeah, it's the VHSs. I'm going to go hunt those down. <laughs> probably find them on eBay. Maybe not, maybe not now because they're probably, like, doubled in price. Dude, card prices. I've been buying a lot of basketball cards lately. Everything, anything Jordan is insane right now. Dude, this it is, is great. insane. I'm, I need to get my card graded. Yeah, I got a lot of cards to get graded too, so we'll, we'll cross that bridge. Uh, I bought a couple Pippin and Rodman's today. <laughs> I guess I, I'm hoping today's episode brings the value of my Rodman rookie up. Do you have a Rodman rookie for the Pistons, the Fleer card? Yeah, bro. Damn. 86. I need to make a trade. Oh, I guess I could have looked at his age on here, huh? You could have. You're not doing research, and it shows. Born 1961. Yeah, so 86, he was 25. May 13th, his birthday's coming up. Anything else you want to touch on? No, oh, so I was going to say, I, I kind of like how they're, uh, they're going back. I was kind of iffy about it at the beginning, but it's nice to see that behind-the-scenes stuff from um, then as well. Yeah. I think it adds a lot to how like everything is, like, this is a culmination of all that stuff, of the previous right. 10 years, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just like, it's it's turning out like we're like okay it's gonna be a, about the last season and everything but then it's like it's basically turning out to be like kind of like a docu series on the history of Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's the spine of the story, so it's always gonna come back to him. That's not that's not a surprise, right? I mean, if you have that access, like to the greatest player of all time, yeah, it's just, man. It's just funny how I don't know. Like, I'm really glad they're showing it like uncensored. Dude, I told you. I told you he's because he swears a lot in this one and the next he's one funny, too. But he's also funny when he was fucking with Scott Burrell on the plane. Dude, I was dying. He's just going up, but he's like Scott Burrell's like, don't put it on. He's, an, he's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> so you hung over today. And he's like, no, and Mike, stop. Mike, stop talking about that. My parents gonna watch this. One thing I want to, we didn't, we kind of skipped over, but when they're trying to get Rodman back in shape after his little mini vacation and how he was oh, like yeah, fucking it up for everyone else because he was like, you know, he's a fucking machine. They were all getting pissed. They're like, all right, everyone just jogging pace. Like, yeah, we need to get Dennis back in shape. We? You mean we need to get Dennis back in shape? <laughs> he's probably still hungover. Oh, oh yeah, he's like, he was drinking like Gatorade or whatever, and he's like, kamikaze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode five, I think, is my favorite. You're going to love it, dude. What's, what's five? Episode five is not necessarily a focus on anyone in particular. Kind of how these first four episodes had, like, a person. Mm. Episode five is, like, Jordan at the 98 All-Star game. Um, it talks about his Nike stuff and then the Olympics. So it's okay, pretty well, cool. We'll talk about that next week. Yes, episodes five and six next week. I haven't seen episode six, so I don't we're know. 40, we're 40% of the way there. 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I mean, they they go month by month. Episode each episode is supposed to be it's a, like covers a month roughly. Right. But then there's gonna be two episodes about May, which is the playoffs. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. That's, that's your big big ticket. So excited for that. Excited for the mm-hmm. next episode, the next two episodes. And if anyone in Chicago, uh, Chicago Comcast Sports or NBC Sports Chicago is showing the '98 playoff run now, so something to watch on the week the oh, weekdays. Yeah. Weekdays at 7 watching, p.m. Central. I was watching them playing the Bob, or Hornets. I'm just Bobcats. Vladi Divac. Vladi Divac, legend. I forgot he was in the. I forget he was on the Lakers too. What? How <laughs> do you forget he was on the Lakers? I don't know. I just always think of him as the Hornets and Kings. He got traded for Kobe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he was on the Lakers. I just forgot, man. Never forget. I forgot. You gotta watch Once Brothers again. Nah, bro, I ain't trying to cry, bro. Yeah, bro, it's time for that reflection like Michael Jordan after winning his first title. Iconic. There's some tweens out there that always that never knew that was Jordan and thought it was just Drake. <laughs> I was one of those people. Yeah, well, not the more you know. Alright, well, I think that'll do it for tonight. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's it's good. It's just it's just even watching it again tonight was just so great, man. It's just I don't want to I don't want to hear about how you have early access to this. <laughs> it's out there in the interwebs, in the dark corners of the interweb. I I am too busy Twitch streaming when I'm not. All right, well, this episode's been sponsored by uh, Chow's streaming Twitch channel. What's what's the handle, Chow? Chowski33. Follow me on Twitch if you want to watch me Euro trucking. What are you streaming now? Is Euro Zero? Euro trucking. 100%. I tried to play uh, F1 the other day, and I kept crashing. So nothing's so, changed on that front? Got it. I went I went to crashing in Euro Trucking Simulator, too. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow me on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to get 2K20, man. I just got it. It's only 20 bucks. Dude. Maybe. Let's do it. Me, everyone's got it. Checho's got it. It's going to be fun. They got, like, pro clubs? You do pro clubs? I think they do. We're in the process of building out TCKFC. I'll let you know if we have a spot. You can be the Tony coach. Bro. Or the Rusty maybe, LaRue. We'll see. It be like Luke Longley. Well, let's not sell Luke Longley's name. I just don't want to get hurt body surfing. Allegedly. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Right. NBA championship, and it's their second three-peat.